kind of just felt like doing something larger scale and like painting the wall. So I just started, I just did a friend's wall um, without even really thinking about it too much and just kind of one thing led to another before I knew it. I was kind of like in that world a little bit more. Yeah. Welcome to Two Coffees and a Creative. I'm your host, Matt David. Each month, I seek out innovators, idealists, and entrepreneurs from all walks of creative life. They choose their favorite cafe, we order two coffees, and then delve into their creative journey, wins, losses, pivotal moments, and the story behind their movement. It all begins with two coffees. So put the kettle on, order that second coffee, and enjoy this episode of Two Coffees and a Creative. This month, I sat down with artist Minna Lunig at CAMS at Abbotsford Convent near her studio. From growing up in a famously creative household in the native bushland of the Strathbogie Ranges to the mangroves of Cape York, Minna has forged her own path in the art world. From canvas to large-scale murals, Minna's star is certainly on the rise. Welcome to Two Coffees and a Creative, um, back here at CAMS, the beautiful CAMS at Abbotsford Convent, and I'm with Minna Lunig, who's an artist. Yeah, hello, hello Minna. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem, this is your first podcast this too, This is my late. first podcast, yeah. It's Excellent. A new, new thing for me. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, hopefully it goes well for you. Um, hopefully. Um, back here at CAMS as well, which is, I did uh, episode two here with... Um, with uh, Alona Topolsani. Yeah, right, I've got to check that one out still. Yeah, Kona, yeah from Cone okay. 11 Ceramics. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about CAMS and, and uh, Abbotsford Convent. Um, well, I just got a studio here about a month ago, so it's sort of just become my local. I'm just here all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, just I love the con convent. Um, it's just such a great community space, and, yeah, I feel lucky to have a studio here. Yeah. Still getting to the, the habit of getting in, finding my routine, but, yeah. And CAMS is, is obviously the local? Yeah, it's the local. Yeah. yeah it's a great little place. Yeah. Um, let's, let's start at the start. Um, so growing up in the, the Strathbogie Ranges, um, yeah. in the northeast of Victoria, um, uh, tell us a little bit about, about your, your growing up. And um, yeah, so I grew up on a big, big property in the Strathbogie Ranges. Had quite a lot of land that backed onto the state forest, so... Uh, me and my brother, we kind of just grew up with a lot of space and freedom and we were both homeschooled as well for about seven years. Yeah, what was that like? Um, well, I guess I didn't really know much different, so it was just kind of my norm. But like looking back, it's pretty unusual kind of childhood. Um, and uh, I'm kind of yeah, grateful to have had that now looking back. But yeah, there's just like a lot of freedom to sort of do whatever we wanted. Yeah. Um, and my parents, I think they both kind of... Um, yeah, they just wanted to let us run wild a bit, I think, so, <laughs> yeah, we just spent a lot of time, like, we had dogs and horses and chickens and, um, 
we just spent a lot of time wandering through the bush and um, drawing, painting, playing with clay, building little things, just kind of uh, following our noses really and yeah. yeah. I can imagine it would have been a pretty creative household to be growing yeah. up Yeah, yeah, we were kind of just really encouraged to sort of just do whatever we were interested in, so yeah, just a lot of play, yeah. 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 Um, and you say, I've read in your articles that, that you've been inspired by the natural world for your art, um, you know, especially like the forests around the Strathbogie Ranges and then mangroves in Cape York. Yeah, so, um, well, I guess growing for land is such like a powerful experience. So that's like when I think of my childhood, I just think of that landscape and the bush and the animals and I feel like it's just really like a part of me and such a strong part of my development. So I feel like a lot of my art, all my art really, sort of just is um, inspired by that that country and those experiences. And then other places that I travelled, like Cape York, I mentioned. Um, we did a few family trips up there, I think when I was like 13, 14, 15. Yeah. So we did a few trips. And um, that was pretty powerful as well. Spent some time in Lockhart River, which is an indigenous community up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as a 13 year old, that was just like, wow, just such like a different landscape to where I grew up and um, yeah, that kind of had a pretty profound impact on me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were the, what, uh, who were your creative role models when you were growing up? Um, I know, I mean, you've got your, your auntie, your auntie's a, uh, a cartoonist as well. She is, too. yeah. She seems pretty wild. She's pretty wild and woolly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because like role model kind of implies like, I guess like looking up to someone, right? Someone yeah. kind of aspire to be to a, a little bit like. Yeah, yeah. or just artists that you love. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've been inspired by a lot of people. Um, I don't know, like I'm inspired by all sorts of people, like not, not even necessarily artists, just like... Hey, hey, can we get you guys a coffee? Yes, please. Yeah. Would you like? get, I'm going to get a soy latte. Yep. Thanks. Uh, I'll just get a cappuccino, please. Just regular milk? Yeah, thanks. Cheers. Um, yeah, when I think of people that I've been inspired by, it's just like, could be anyone, like not even necessarily visual artists. Um, I feel like people just in my life, like friends, I find really inspiring. I have friends like uh, working in all sorts of areas, like I have artist friends, musician friends, and uh, friends who work in social work or as lawyers, a lot of friends in conservation. I think I just find anyone who's like passionate and like into something, yeah. that really inspires me. Kind of doesn't really matter what it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think you chose your current field? What, what? Um, I've always been creative. Like that's, I can't really remember a time where I sort of, like that's always just been yeah. a part so of So it was always going to be creative, it wasn't going to be yeah. accountancy. Really. No, that, that, that's just always sort of been a part of my life without me thinking about it being a job necessarily. Yeah. I think um, I only kind of, kind of realised that it could be like a career path or like a job or a way to make money in the last couple of years and I, I kind of just emerged naturally. Um, before this I was working in conservation and um, before that, I did gender studies and sociology as my degree. So, I don't know, I've done a few different things, but I've sort of always been making art and always been creative through whatever else I've been doing. 
and that's just sort of been the thing that's emerged and come to the forefront, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, and then I only quit my job, my good job in conservation, about six months ago because I just kind of realised that this is the path that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll go back to something like that, or do you think conservation to run it on the side, or? Yeah, like I'm still really passionate about conservation, the environment. So I think. Um, I guess you can kind of combine them in a way. Well, that's sort of what I'm thinking, is like I want to sort of try to convey uh, or communicate conservation through art. So, like, that's a long-term goal. I'm just, like, not really sure how to get there yet. Yeah. 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 How old are you now? 26. 26. 27 on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit more about um, about your art. So, it's... For me, it feels like a bit of a kind of like a cave painting kind of hieroglyphic kind of style. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a massive fan of it. Um, uh, it's, I guess, sort of more bl- black and white. I guess. Yeah. In a sense, why did you choose that? Not? I don't why, know. Why I think was... I've just. Uh, I always used to draw as a kid with like Rayleigh and pens, yeah. and I just kind of kept doing it with paint. And I don't know. It was never really like a conscious decision. I just like how simple black and white is and I think I'm just really interested in shape more than anything I've realised recently. I'm really interested in shape and like refining shapes that are the colour. I'm starting to introduce colour but it's slow. Yeah, it's a slow process. Um, And what are your mediums? What do you like to use? Um, Lately I've been... I see black ink on you. Oh yeah, I still (laughs) cough and paint from yesterday, always. Um, I've been using like wooden board and canvas and just acrylic paint. Yeah. 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 Your your work, actually, thinking about it on the way down here, um, it, it reminds me a little bit. Some of your pieces remind me of uh, an artist, Cleon Peterson. I don't know him. If you know him, if LA artist. Oh well, I'll show you that. Yeah. Um, it's your street art influences. So you're, you've kind of moved to sort of seem to be doing more sort of larger yeah. scale stuff. And I feel like I just fell into that by accident. Like, I, it's funny. Like, I just, because uh, I was just following my nose. Um, I kind of just felt like doing something larger scale and like painting a wall. So I just started, I just did a friend's wall um, without even really thinking about it too much. And it just kind of, one thing led to another. Before I knew it, I was kind of like in that world a little bit more. Yeah. So again, it wasn't like something that I... Um, like, I, I still don't really think of myself as a street artist at all. It's just a by accident thing. Um, but in terms of influences, I really like uh, I really like Mysterious Al, his work. I really like uh, Tom Gerard. Yep. Um, Who was in the last episode? Yeah, listen yep. to that one. Yeah, he's great. What, 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 what appeals to you about, about going onto large scale? Um, I do, I like the idea that art is accessible to everyone. It's just like a part of everyday life, you know, like sort of just bringing it out of gallery spaces and just making it a little bit more like earthy and it's kind of easier to connect with for a lot of people, I think, than sometimes gallery spaces can feel a little bit intimidating yeah but um yeah when it's on walls in the street it's just like everyone has access to that and 
yeah, I, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, and also, I actually just, I really like the process of painting murals. I like how physical it is, and I like being outside, and it's just a totally different thing to, like, painting in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a few good, um, you've, you've covered most of the galleries in Melbourne, backwards, outro, Lamington <laughs> Drive. <laughs> about that. Actually, there's probably a few more than that. <laughs> there's a couple more. Um, but, but, yeah. Uh, so, how, how did you go about getting your first one? My first one? Oh, my first one was just um, at Mario's Cafe on Brunswick Street. Yeah. Yeah, it's just um, applied there and went to So you just gave him some work and said, Yeah, this is just, what I want. yeah that was about maybe six years ago. Yeah. So it was just super low key. Yeah. Um, and then I had my first kind of proper solo show, like with an opening and stuff, at Utre last year, early last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they were great. That? It was really good. I was so nervous. I was yeah. really scared. Yeah. But it went really, really well. They are all lovely there. And I've got another show at their new space on Smith Street coming up in May. So, yeah. 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 Where's that at? That's, uh, it's in Fitzroy on Smith Street. Um, because they have the space on the list of the street in the city, but they've just opened a new space okay. in Fitzroy. So yeah, that'll be early May. I'll post the dates that one soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's let's move on to something a little bit uh, different. Um, how do you relax away from work and painting? Uh, well, I love getting out of the city. Um, I try to get out of the city as much as possible. So I've been down the coast quite a bit recently, down like Anglesey Way. Um, and I like to go back to my family property and stuff in New Rangers. I haven't been back as much as I'd like to recently, but that's one place that I always feel very relaxed when I go back. Um, yeah, I take my, I've got a dog and I take her on walks every day down the Yarra River. I just sort of, yeah, I like being in nature. Like, that really relaxes me. Yeah. Um, and also when I'm painting with, like, nothing particular, like, no project, just um, just painting for the fun of it, that really relaxes me as well. Yeah. Like, if I've just got a quiet day at home and just paint for the sake of it, I find that pretty relaxing. What do you think you, your greatest achievements and, and challenges have, have been? With art? Yeah, or just in, just in life in general. Oh, that's a hard one. With art... I think just like, and that's kind of a continuing thing, is just um, realising that like what I do is enough and it doesn't have to be like what anyone else does. Um, just to sort of have confidence in my own, in what I do, I think that's a big one. Um, and that comes and goes in waves, like sometimes I feel really good about it and other times, you know, just having a bit of a low confidence day. Yeah, um, that seems to be with most artists. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're kind of their biggest critic. Yeah. Yeah, um, and in life, I don't know. Maybe it's the same thing. Just like learning that, like um, trying to accept like myself for who I am, and um, yeah, just knowing that like I'm enough. Don't have to sort of be anyone else. You sort of try, try to pretend to be anyone else. Just like me, is, me is fine. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 Cool. Ongoing struggle. What, what goals are you working on now? What are you working towards? Um, that show for Utre. Yep. So that'll take a bit of time. And um, Is there anything a bit further down the track that you... I've got another show at Backwoods. Yep. Solo show. I think that's September. Um, I'm going to keep painting murals. I really enjoy that. I like doing a mix of the exhibitions, like the canvas paintings and the murals. I think it's a good balance. Um, 
you can see yourself travelling the world, painting murals. And... Oh yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'd love to do that. I just need Seems to get organised. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Get some caffeine into you. Yeah. Do you guys need sugar? I'm good, thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Yeah, no, I'd love to travel with it, and I feel like the um, murals are a great way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like pops? Um, one piece of advice uh, for the young creative of today. Um, yeah, I think just going back to that thing that I was saying before, just kind of realising what you do, what your hand wants to do, just trust it. Like, that's enough. You don't need to be anyone else. Um, and also, I think... Social media can be great, Instagram's great, like I find it a really useful tool to get my work out there, but also I think it's good not to, um, just not to rely on it too much. I think it's good to just imagine what would happen if Instagram disappeared tomorrow kind yeah. of thing, like have I got, am I happy with my work off Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, so just to think like that a little bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my next question about social media. Social media, um, yeah. Yeah, I know uh, Becky often said that it was the people worrying about more about their their brand and their actual product. Of, yeah, of I think work. I think everyone kind of falls into that trap from time to time a little bit because um, it, it's kind of like this beast that just needs constant feeding. Um, so have you noticed that when you get? I mean, you've obviously had a bit of a spike in in you know uh, following. Or, um, it's been a pretty gradual increase. I don't feel like it's, it's sort of um, spiked dramatically at any point. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've just I feel like I'm always just going to be conscious of just reminding myself that um, Instagram's not going to be around forever. It, like, what's most important is that, like the quality of your work and whether or not you're happy with it off Instagram. And yeah. Yeah. Just always just imagining what if it's gone tomorrow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have Do you, you kind of set yourself up enough that? it won't matter too much, you know, if it's gone. Yeah. Do you, do you communicate regularly with you, with people? Is like I'm yeah, sure I you do. Know. Yeah, I do. Um, it's a great way to connect to other like-minded people. I found it really useful for that and I've met some great people through it. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword, really. Like, yeah, you just got to be aware of um, the negative sides of it and then use it for what it's great for, which I think is just connecting to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you think money can buy happiness? Um, to a point, it can buy food and put a roof over your head. So to that point, like yes, I think it can. But past like past the bit like the basics like that, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think once you've got the basics covered, um, it can't yeah. buy happiness. No, yeah. no, it's more about. And um, leads to like just fancier versions of the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna make you happier. It's more about your, your relationships with other people and um, got to sort of create meaning for yourself. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> um, do you have any sort of religion or spirituality? Not religion, but I don't know. I still I don't even I still struggle to understand exactly what spirituality means. Um, I don't know, like, what would you say? What is spirituality to you? Because <laughs> I don't even know what it is, to, really. To me, yeah, I, I guess... Uh, I guess meditation um, 
yeah. and karma would probably be two things that I'd say. Yeah, Car- okay. Karma for me, I think it's it's just about sort of reaping what you're sowing, I guess. Um, I think I, I believe a little bit in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just doing the, I guess, if you, you know, if you be a good person, then good things will hopefully re- in return. But I, yeah, I believe in energy, like, yeah, yeah putting out good energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'd call myself a, a little bit of a spiritual person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look into it more. Feng shui or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely believe in energy. Yeah. I'm a, uh, a big believer in, like, trusting your intuition about things. I don't know if that sort of yeah. relates to that, but... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you feel it. I think you kind of know what's, what's good and what's not, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. What do you think's one ch- change that, that would make this world a better place right now, as of today? What's um, got you go that you want to change? Uh, that's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. Yeah. Um, well, if you were the boss of the world. Sack Trump. I don't know, but yeah, sack Trump first. That's number one. Um, I don't know. I think people just have to start uh, thinking out outside of themselves a little bit more and um, focusing less on their own their own wants and desires and kind of putting in more to community and yeah. looking after the environment and. You know, things outside of themselves. I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go around picking up picking up rubbish? And... <laughs> I no, not really. <laughs> but I do. Like, I'm very passionate about the environment, and yeah. Um, yeah. I want to. I really want to do more than I am, and yeah. I want to communicate like my passion for the environment through my art. So. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Let's let's move on to something a little bit more fun. Okay. Questions, a little bit lighthearted. That's good. <laughs> I know it's, we get out of the way from the, the more intense stuff. Um, you've, you've been asked this question before, I'm sure. What, what would you tell your teenage self if you go back in time, or, or your child self? Um, it's all going to be okay. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. You're doing better than you think you're doing, <laughs> and like it's it's okay to just be your weird self. You're not that weird. Like everyone's <laughs> weird. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just accept yourself more. Yeah. But like you know, like if you told if you told a young teen that like, they don't listen, do they? Yeah. It's like you just learn that the older you get. I think the older you get, the more comfortable you become with yeah. like your own totally. little yeah. eccentricities. Do you yeah. think you put a, pre- a lot of pressure on yourself when you were a kid? Um, I think so, yeah. I think I still put a lot of pressure on myself. Um, what do you think that stems from? I don't know. I don't know, really. Um, Sorry, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the heavy shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I've always just been like quite a high achiever in, in my own way and like put a lot of pressure on myself to do well. And yeah. um, Even when I do do well, like I, I find it difficult to kind of enjoy that for any long period of time. It's like on to the next thing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting better and better. The older I get, um, I'm yeah, knowing my own boundaries more and knowing to, when to you know, make myself slow down. And, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to do this year. Just going a little bit more easy on myself and letting myself have more fun. Like, yeah. I've had a really fun summer. I've just been going away heaps and 
getting down to the beach and going camping with friends and I'm starting to get that like guilty feeling like I should be getting back into work but yeah. Yeah. I'm just like no it's fine like you're allowed to have fun yeah. and it's good for my art as well I think yeah having fun is, it's good for your work totally yeah yeah, yeah. 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 all right um tell us about your give us your best book or movie at the moment what are you watching or what are you reading I'm reading uh, Tracks by um, what's her name? Robin. I can't remember her last name. The woman who walked camels across the desert by herself in like the 70s in Alice Springs, outside of Alice Springs. Yeah. It's a true story. It's yep. just like a pretty crazy thing to have done. So I've just started that. That's pretty interesting. Yep. Um, movie. You know what? I actually don't watch many movies. Yeah. I never go to the movies. I can't remember the last time I actually went to the cinema. It's probably years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could on a hot day like today. Yeah, it would be good. <laughs> I don't know. Netflix series? Netflix, Netflix. Do you do much? Do you watch much TV? Or? Sometimes I do. I, ha- I really haven't been recently. I've kind of been... Um, I've just been away a lot. So yeah. I've really been on Netflix, but sometimes I am. I honestly can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Fair enough. What about what are you what are you listening to? What's on your uh, what's on your track list at the moment? I'm listening to uh, a lot of Tribe Called Quest. Yep. Getting back into them. Yep. Uh, who else? Brian Jonestown Massacre, always. Always yep. go back to them. Bad, bad, not good. Yep. Don't know that one. Yeah, they, well, they're good. They're Australian? I think they're... Oh, I feel like they're Canadian. Yep. They're kind of um, hip-hop, jazzy stuff. Okay. Um, we should, yeah. we'll, we'll post your um, Minna's... Um, Top ten or something. Up really? On, yeah, um, I'd like on to Instagram that, or something. We'll do I find a, it really hard to like we'll do a spotlist, a playlist. Yeah, I love playlists. I make yeah. so many playlists. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, okay, what, this is this is a pretty big one. Um, yeah. What's your favourite piece of art that you've seen, you've experienced? I don't think I could name just one. There's just like so many yeah. that I've seen. Over the years. What's one that springs to mind? Springs to mind. Um, oh yeah, I can think of one that just off the top of my head. I saw a few pieces by um, H.J. Wedge at Ian Potter Gallery recently. H.J. Wedge? Yeah, he's an Indigenous artist and I can't think of the exact titles of the pieces, but okay. if you just uh, Google H.J. Wedge, yeah. I think it's like the, some of the first few that come up. Fun. Yeah, they're amazing. They're just wild. Where'd you see that? It was at Ian Potter Fed Square. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, love, love his work. We'll put some links up to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, your your favourite colour and why? I find I don't have like an ongoing favourite colour. I just kind of... Different colours appeal to me at different times. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just like notice blue everywhere. It'll just like really jump out at me. Other times it'll be red or yellow. At the moment, I think... Uh, I really like a, a deep blood red. It's yeah. like really popping out everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like your uh, kind of earthy kind of browns and greens you're wearing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like my earthy colours, yep. like ochres. Yep. Really like the ochre kind of colours. Yeah. Um, also that like really Australian kind of um, gum leaf green. I really like that. 
Yeah. Where do you uh, where do you shop? Where do you like to get your clothes from? Uh, I do a lot of op shopping. Yeah. And then I just bought a few pieces from Ryder, which is like a Melbourne brand. Really like their stuff. Mm. Sort of trying to shop more local Melbourne-based stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, just a lot of second-hand shopping. A lot of yeah, mixed it up. Um, okay, what, what about places to eat out? Um, I really like uh, Loving Hut. Loving, Loving Hut. Loving Hut. On High Street. Um, veggie Bar. Chippy Tacos. I like Shakahari's. Uh, lentil is anything at the convent because yeah. I'm here like all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I had Ethiopian last night, Mesop on High Street. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, and Vietnamese. I always love Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always good in Melbourne. It's always good. Yeah. Okay. Um, podcasts. Do you do you get a chance to listen to podcasts? Or? I do listen to a few. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to your one. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, Tom Gerrard's one. That's that's good. Yep. I've been listening bench to that talk. a bit. Yep. Yeah. Bench talk. Uh, one of my favourites is Strangers. Have you listened to that one? No. One of my favourite podcasts. It's just um, it's just about people and their stories, like their real life stories, just things that happen. Um, it's just I don't. I find people people's actual lives like the most fascinating thing. Like kind of um, yeah. It's, it's just done really well. So I definitely recommend that one. And Criminal. Yeah. That's a good one as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, one question I didn't ask before um, that I want to ask as well is, um, so doing tattoo designs and work and stuff for you is, um, is, is, uh, seems to be part of your work as well. Um, and getting compensated for that kind of stuff seemed, would be tough, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, it's sort of like a trust-based system, I guess. Like, you could definitely just take my design and get it done without me knowing. Yeah. But um, I find people are pretty good. I have like, I just ask that people pay like a forty dollar fee to get um, like a pre-existing design done. Yeah. And people seem to buy them. So yeah. Like do you I'm see not people sure around what percentage. With them? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But um, people seem fairly honest for yeah. the most part. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like yeah, that'd be a good a little avenue for artists. Yeah. As well for a bit of hopefully a bit of bit of revenue yeah cool all right well um i think that that just about covers us, us up i know you know it's been you've been a bit nervous for uh, your first time I'm so i'm nervous but i feel good now <laughs> yeah we got yeah. rolling now cool yeah. cool um maybe we should just have a take take one and a take two. Oh yeah um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> but um but thanks so much you know for for joining us in this no worries thanks for having me and um good, good I, I look forward to to seeing where the career goes from here yeah yeah cool <laughs> right, thanks awesome cheers That was my chat with artist Minna Lunig, recorded at Cam's Cafe in Abbotsford Convent. Check out our Instagram at Two Coffees and a Creative for all the photos and links from this month's episode. And if you're enjoying this podcast, you can find more episodes of Two Coffees on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matt David, and this has been Two Coffees and a Creative. <laughs>